because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why, it's destiny no matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind, I designed this rhyme that was played in due time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away, it's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James. Today is Friday, so you know it's Tinfoil Friday, you know, where we dive down the rabbit hole, take the red pill, and examine things that they don't want us to examine, uh, at least not closely, and definitely not with the guest I have on today. You guys may have heard him on the show uh, the last couple weeks because he's been coming on and just dropping red pill after red pill after red pill. We're very thankful to once again be joined by my good friend and friend of the show, Nick No, who is a U.S. Air Force veteran with a military intelligence background. He uh, was responsible for taking uh, compartmentalized information and uh, manufacturing reports for high-ranking officers to make decisions with in, in real time on the battlefield. He uh, has an incredible background story. He was the Benghazi whistleblower. He came forward and exposed the lies that were told about that day and what happened there in Benghazi. And uh, he's been a friend of mine for a while now, and, and it's really nice to have him on the show to talk about all of these different topics that we're going to dive into here today. So with that being said... Uh, Nick, are you there? Do you think that was a good introduction for you, or did I miss anything? Uh, yes, it was. It was a good introduction, um, and I'd like to say with the um, uh, the compartmentalization and everything, I, I didn't really – I may have uh, had access to them, but with the uh, especially super secret squirrel stuff, I didn't actually – produce any of those uh documents but um uh they anyway so what is what is uh, squirrel sorry about stuff? that what is squirrel stuff well when you're in the intelligence world or in the military even they um they characterize the uh, super top secret stuff as uh secret squirrel stuff you know they can squirrels hide nuts and bury them oh uh, okay well look i, I want to let you go because you know, <clears throat> you have a lot to unpack here today. I know we're going to be talking about uh, what silent weapons for quiet wars, and we're going to be hitting on the Federal Reserve, and we may be joined in the second hour by a very special uh, guest. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, Nick, I'm going to let you just take the floor, and uh, I know you have a lot of information you want to bring to the audience here, and I'm just going to kind of sit back and let you go, all right? All right. It's perfect. Thanks, Greg. All right, so there's a lot of things to talk about, and it's related to the money system that we use. It's a fiat currency that we currently have, and in the past, we did not have this type of currency. And what it does is it debases the currency, which means devalues the currency that everyone has when you go and earn money. That money is constantly losing value and it's every time that we make deposits into the bank, 
Uh, I'll elaborate on this in a minute. But it's Nick, I think we're uh, we lost you there. Are you there still? All right. So while we try to get Nick back, it, it sounds like we, Nick, uh, did, are you there? Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, we lost you there for for a minute. So uh, just just start back. You were talking about the Federal Reserve. You, you cut out for some reason. Yeah, no wonder. Yeah, well, it's because they don't want me to talk about this. Uh, well, you know Whatever what? Is, yeah. Hey, I'm not a I'm not a paranoid guy, but I've had this happen so many times when I have guests like you on that I, I'm starting to think it's it's not a coincidence. But go on. Yeah, one time your power was shut off in the middle, wasn't it? I mean, I, I was having a guest on there. who was giving high level intelligence to to the audience on my show, and and my entire house lost power, and I was the only house in my neighborhood to lose power. Uh, it was one of the craziest things I've ever experienced in my life, to be honest with you. <laughs> means you're doing something right. Well, I guess so. So just continue, and if you get cut off again, I'll try to let you know, all right? Sure. All right, so the Federal Reserve that is used as our central bank is not a federal federalized uh, bank. It is a private bank, a private institution that was formed by private individuals, basically uh, wealthy people from uh, European aristocracy uh, and, and others. And they secretly planned all this out to create the Federal Reserve Bank so that they could uh, basically, it's a Ponzi scheme, to extract the wealth and life force energy, if you will, from the American people and eventually enslave us. Uh, I mean, it starts out by enslaving us as dead slaves. However, uh, eventually, there will be no hope as we are looking at the edge of the abyss right now. Uh, we're right on the edge. It's going to happen. It is a mathematical inevitability. Every year, it gets harder and harder and harder. The home values in a lot of places have doubled. The cost of everything has gone up significantly, not just the inflated cost because the price for fuel uh, has uh, artificially been inflated by shutting down our Keystone pipeline. It is a perpetual debt cycle that continually and perpetually devalues you, your dollar, while all the while the banks and the central bank are extracting your wealth, and I mean with physical hard assets. So for example, well, we'll get into it. Let me, let me just start out with the Federal Reserve and how it was formed. All right, so before the Federal Reserve was formed, um, going way back when, this had to do everything to do with our founding of our country, uh, is with the banking system. It is not just a religious freedom and to get away, it's because of these uh, uh, banking practices. The Rothschilds already had a stranglehold, um, you know, way back when, and, and other bankers. Uh, on on people and, and debts, you know, they used to have work prisons and debt prisons for people. You'd go to jail if you couldn't pay. Um, and so, one of our founding fathers made our country. They wanted to make sure that we did not run into this problem. And um, there are some people that were some of our founding fathers that, um, for example, I think it was Hamilton, who was a, a banker, basically was willing to sell out our country. And then Andrew Jackson was. In contrast, the completely opposite. He knew exactly what it was, 
Um, it was slavery in, in a different way. It's just with paper, pieces of paper moving them around. Um, and I'll get into that a little bit further. Um, with the Federal Reserve itself, it was created in 1913, but before that it was planned out uh, well in advance. And there was even there were even wealthy individuals who were also very powerful that did not want the Federal Reserve because they didn't want the American people to be enslaved. Sure, they like to get wealthy, but they don't want their freedoms of their fellow man to be taken from them. And those people were loaded onto the Titanic and asked to go on this maiden voyage with J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan invited these people, um, and then uh, the Guggenheim and, and uh, a few other people that opposed the central bank, and he invited them over to uh, the maiden voyage, and then at the last second decided not to go because he was quote-unquote sick. All right, so keep that in mind as we go forward here. So those guys who were super powerful, they could have done something to stop the central bank were killed on the Titanic. And then a couple of years later, or a short while later, you got uh, the Federal Reserve was created. And uh, they planned it out in secret on Jekyll Island off the coast of Georgia. They had a secret meeting to create this bank where they basically it's a big Ponzi scheme. I still don't understand for the life of me how nobody has stood up to them besides JFK and uh, President Trump. And we'll get into that about why he kept Andrew Jackson's painting in the Oval Office with him. All right. Well, we'll when we later. come back, we're hitting a break right now. I want to make sure we, we that's a good place to kind of put a pin in it. We'll pick it up right when we come back. Obviously, big topics here. And what you're talking about, you know, I think our founding fathers were men who believed in God. They believed in the scripture. And in Psalm 15, it's t it talks about not lending money at interest and taking bribes against the innocent. And that's exactly what these people do. That's what they, it sounds like they were trying to avoid. We're going to keep breaking this all down. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. Craig James, Nick No, we'll be back. This Christmas, experience the magic of Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry. Our artisan freeze-dried ice cream crafted by our local Colorado company brings a unique twist. Ice cream that doesn't melt. From classic vanilla to exciting cookie dough, our crunchy treats melt into velvety smooth joy. And for a nostalgic twist, try our puffed-up candies. Perfect for gifts and stocking stuffers. Visit RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and unwrap the extraordinary. Ho, ho, ho! Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined 
by our friend of the, sh- the friend of the show guest that we've had on now regularly, and we're going to try to have him on regularly in the future to keep breaking down a lot of these big conspiracies. The complexity is what they depend on us to to keep depend on for us to keep our ability to comprehend it uh, out of. Uh, you, you guys get what I'm saying. I'm sorry, it's it's Friday and I can't speak. All right, Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran. Military intelligence background. He's breaking it down, giving us the red pills, tinfoil Friday. Let's keep going, Nick. So we, we kind of left off at Jekyll Island. The bankers got together after they assassinated their competitors with the Titanic. Uh, G. Edward Griffin wrote The Creature of Jekyll Island, great book that details a lot of what you're talking about. Um, let's pick up from there. And, and I think you, you, you hit a good point. You're like, you can't understand – well, I can't understand either for the life of me why. But no one besides JFK tried to stand up to these people. You know what, Nick? In all fairness, people may have tried, and those people may have uh, failed. And then you know how they whitewash those people out of history. Uh, it's like Stalin when they – when, you know, airbrushed all of his <laughs> dissidents out of the photos. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think I even – there's a whole lot of people, I'm sure, that have been casualties to uh, these uh, uh, psychopaths. But, um, you know, I can remember at least one other one where there's a congressman or a senator that was poisoned that was uh, uh, completely opposed to the central bank. And um, now well, I'm going to you know they have, the, they have the heart attack guns, and every, so it's like, who knows, right? Yeah, the heart attack guns and all that stuff, and and by now all of our congressmen and senators are just completely bought off. I mean, there's probably out of all of them, I'm guessing, maybe 15 percent or 20 percent are legitimate. Well, there was that representative who just came out. I can't remember his name now, but I was just listening to his interview where he's like, most of these people have been honeypot compromised, you know, that are in our Congress. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and, and that's exactly right. That's that also leads up to everything with Epstein and how the, even the bankers were involved with financing him, and they knew exactly what he was doing. Um, this is that's exactly how the CIA controls other people. For example, um, you know, overseas they would I don't know they want to get to uh, X Y Z in Iran. They will uh, compromise one of the people. And get it on record so that they can, you know, send a photo or a document, whatever it is, over to whomever, and you know, their life is over at that point. So they they own them, and a lot of the people that who be, who become congressmen and senators are owned. They could not get into those positions unless they had something compromising on them. And then a lot of the times, the people will find someone who has something something compromising on them. And then, uh, then try to elevate them before they even really want to become a congressman or, or senator. You know, maybe they might have just started out, but or they, uh, or they elevate them like Eric Swalwell gets put on the House Intelligence Committee as he's sleeping with Chinese spies. Right? It's like insane. Yeah, and there's no way he didn't know that. And he's a, you know, she's a foreign national. You, and that's one of the biggest concerns when it comes to uh, security clearances. And, and things like that is the pillow talk. That is one of the major concerns. That's why you know it's been so successful over so many years for them. They uh, exploit people with uh, their weaknesses, and then uh, whatever it is financially, maybe they're a gambler. Maybe they do this, they do that. But 
the sexual exploitation is for sure one that uh, is one of the most powerful ones. That it is uh, uh, it is very powerful and controlling. And I know that even sometimes people don't even they don't even participate in that. For example, if they are at a bar and I don't know at their hotel and they go get a beer and uh, they're drugged and uh, there's a pretty woman there or whatever and then uh you know they kind of lure them away and then they wake up and then uh no i, I you know, we've heard I, I shared the story here it was um oh why am i drawing a blank the, 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 somebody described it that you know you you're in congress you you just get to dc you get invited to a, a party for some innocuous thing like to watch a football game or, or something like that uh you're there with a bunch of people and, and it seems normal they slip something in your drink you wake up on a bed with Polaroids taped to your chest of you having sex with, like, an underage child and, and basically a, a phone number on the back, and you call it, and they're like, now you work for us, and if you don't, you're going to – you're basically – your life is over, right? Yeah, and, and uh, they wouldn't even have to necessarily have committed any acts. They just take pictures of them, you know, the kid laying next to them or whatever it is. Yeah. This terrible subject, I just – I don't know. It, it pains my heart um, to talk about all that stuff because it, it, it's it's really bad. The, the, it's a cesspool of corruption and debauchery. They're all just a bunch of uh, psychopathic criminals. And you know, Washington D.C. actually has one of the highest concentrations of psychopaths in the United States. They gravitate towards power. Yeah, I've seen studies on that. So let's get back to uh, we're, we're on the Federal Reserve. Let's keep going there. I think we're. Uh, I, I'm trying not to derail you or sidetrack you. I want you to, to keep going because I know you have a lot of information you want to get through. Oh, thank you. All right, so um, I'm going to bring up just basically straight from the Federal Reserve's manual. It's called Modern Money Mechanics. So it's a, an instant – I'm going to describe what their money system is. So it, it's an institu institutionalized system by which the Federal Reserve operates, and uh, it's got a web of global commercial banks that it supports. So keep this in mind that our money system also supports other uh, reserve systems uh, for nations in other countries. This is all tied together. And the Rothschilds own all the banks except for a, a couple of them. One is like Iran and the other is North Korea. So I think that's, that's the deal, but I could be off by a little bit on that. So the purpose of the booklet was to describe the basic process of money creation in the fractional reserve system. So the United States government decides it needs money, so it calls up the Federal Reserve and requests $10 billion. And then the Fed pays 10, or then the Fed buys $10 billion in government bonds. Basically pieces of paper, you know, they, they print off some uh, official looking designs on these pieces of paper and they call them treasury bonds. Then it puts a value on the bonds to the sum of $10 billion and it sends the bonds over to the Fed. And then in turn, the Fed, they give the people, uh, they print off some pieces of uh, paper, assigning value of $10 billion to them. And the Fed trades the reserve notes for the bonds, and the government then takes the $10 billion in Federal Reserve notes and deposits them into a bank account. And upon its deposit, they become legal tender, adding $10 billion to the money supply. So that $10 billion is now in the money supply, and most all of it is digital, 97%. There's only 3% of physical money for all the money created. 
and uh, the government bonds are instruments of debt, and money is created out of debt. So modern money mechanics says that the banks have to maintain a legally required reserve in the form of vault cash or um, or balances of its Federal Reserve notes equal to the prescribed percentage of deposits. So the reserve requirement is actually 10%. So when you donate or when you not you donate, when you deposit $10, they can lend out nine of your dollars right as soon as you deposit it. So that $10 billion, they got to have $1 billion in reserves, notes in the bank. The rest of the money would be considered an excessive uh, at uh, $9 billion. And it's logical to assume that it comes out of the $10 billion deposit. However, this is not the case. What really happens is that the $9 billion are created out of thin air. This is how the money supply is expanded. The banks do not really pay out uh, loans that they receive as deposits. If, and if they did this, no additional money would be created. Uh, and it, what they do is make loans accepting promissory notes in exchange for credits. So these credits that are given to them is not actually, I mean, it's not technically even really creating you know, money uh, in, the, in the sense that even they create it. So these promissory notes uh, are, are given in exchange for credits in the borrower's uh, transaction accounts. And then, so in other words, the $9 billion can be uh, created out of thin air because there is a demand for such a loan and that there's a $10 billion deposit. So someone deposits $10 billion, then $9 billion is uh, going to be created out of that. So um, uh, to satisfy the reserve amount, and uh, after that they will take the money and put it into their own bank account. So then the process repeats. So that $9 billion is deposited, then of that $9 billion, 10% or, you know, uh, of the $9 billion, after that's taken out, and it's put back in, uh, or eight billion dollars um, is then eight billion one hundred million is then uh, available at that point. Um, uh, supposed to be on hand, so that eight point one billion then can be loaned out and deposited. Then another seven point two nine billion is created, and then from the seven point two nine billion, another six point five six billion is created is deposited, and it creates another five point nine billion. In total, an additional $90 billion was created from the original $10 billion that was deposited. So this, this is without even printing more money. Um, so, so what really gives money value? The answer to that is that the other money that already exists. The new money essentially steals from the existing money supply. The pool of money is being increased irrespective of the demand for goods and services with supply and demand reaching an equilibrium, the prices will increase and diminish the value of each individual dollar. That is inflation, my friend. Yeah, and so so that's inflation. why they call inflation the invisible tax. Absolutely. That's what, that's what I was going to say next. Inflation is a hidden tax on the public. So every time we print money, we are taxing the citizens. Not only that, we're going to have to pay taxes to pay the interest on that money that's created out of thin air. So not only are they extracting our life force energy, because that's what really the way they set it up, the money is, it's not represented by anything other than uh, labor or I guess goods, but 
uh, really what it represents is your life force energy, and it's draining it from the United States. And um, so, um, so the goods and services, of course, are going to be more expensive. And uh, when they inflate the currency, the pool of money is being increased and um, it diminishes the value. And each time we print money, we inflate the currency. So when we inflate the currency, we, we devalue the currency. All of the people who saved money and were responsible now lose that value. For example, I was working in um, insurance sales for a long time um, with Medicare. And a lot of people I talked to, especially in the last year, they are they did everything right by the book. They saved money. They made investments. They they did everything like they were supposed to. And they had lots of money saved, let's just say. But when they get there and they retire, uh, you know, for even in the last two years, all of that money that they saved is devalued and it means less and less and less of what it originally was when they saved it. Um so when they retire you know, they don't have another income, maybe a little bit from Social Security, which, by the way, is a whole other scam in and of itself, um, because Social Security, they take that out of your check each time, each each week, uh, and, and uh, that money is then put into this big pool, and if they did it as these guys do it, then they put all this money into a pool, and then that money would be able to be lent out at interest. Well, I, I actually, we're, we're about to hit a break, but I have something on Social Security. So imagine this, right? I, I just heard this put the other day, and I think it's, it's genius, but it says, by the, this is somebody commenting on Social Security. They're saying, by the time I'm 67, over $600,000 they will have paid into the Social Security. And that money would have been worth $1.9 million if they had made a regular investment got with a 5% return, right? That the an, yep. And the annual interest off that money would have been about $95,000. And they point out that the government promises to give $3,000 a month at, at, when he's turned 67, which is $37,000 a year, Nick. So that, that, that's $60,000 in, in, in loss there. Uh, that, you know, that's all just disappearing money, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And not to mention um, they've ransacked all of the Social Security. But if you think about it in, in a bigger sense than that even, if they pool all the money together from the people that they're taking the money from, then it would be exponentially more interest that would be made off of the money that they take from us. So, not yeah, like you said, as you would have invested, but the thing is, they should have made money from that in the first place, and it should have never been when we get peanuts at the end uh, if they did it as the other bankers do and the other people. But we don't get to do that. Only they get to. They get to extract the wealth from us, and that's the only way it works. Yeah, I mean, I remember not too long ago, I mean, the banks were borrowing from, from the uh, uh, Fed at 0% interest, right? So, anyway, when we come back... We're going to keep breaking this down. I think it's important to lay this ground uh, groundwork, this framework. Stay tuned. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your 
family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement would look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. Pound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, uh, you know, we're joined by our, our guest, Nick No, uh, U.S. Air Force veteran with a military intelligence background who's helped us uh, kind of decipher a lot of these uh, things that we need to understand. And today we're diving into the Federal Reserve. We're getting a, a good picture on or a good glimpse into what this whole system is set up to do, which it, in its simplest way of being put is – exploit us, and as Nick put it, to essentially drain our life energy from us, which is what essentially money has been assigned the value of through the formation of this fiat currency system in which we exist with these banking cartels at the top running it. And I want to bring Nick back on and let him keep going because, you know, I think, look, Nick, the things we're breaking down here, you know, some of it may be kind of other – some people may already know this, some people may not. But I think putting it in context, giving this framework before we get into some of the other things we're going to talk about is important because once you understand how the system is operating, then it makes the actions taken by, taken by individuals who are, you know, supposed to be in charge of it make much more sense to how it is exploitative and how it is – uh, uh, what is it, like a usury system, right, that they're using us and our labor and then extracting our wealth with things like inflation and interest on debt. And I think that this is this is incredibly valuable information. I want to say real quick thanks to one of the sponsors, thefreedompeople.org. Uh, you know, they help to sponsor the show. And, you know, this is kind of what they do is help us avoid this, 
they legally and lawfully help you reduce your exposure to the tax man and these bureaucratic entities that want to exploit you. So it, uh, you know, just so happens that we're talking about this today, and they happen to be a sponsor. So if you go to thefreedompeople.org, make sure you put the in front of freedom people. They're going to help you do things like set up an express trust or a private membership association, help protect you, your family, your business. And, uh, you know, they'll give you a free 30-minute consultation if you just go to their website and schedule a call, and they'll kind of walk you through what they can do for you. But, Nick, uh, I want you to keep going because, like, everything you're explaining is, is very important for us to understand uh, – before we get it contextually, before we get into some of the other things I know you want to go into today. So, so why don't you just keep picking up from where you left off? Okay. So, um, so what do we do to fix all these problems that we, that come up all the time and, uh, to fix even the inflation, they tell us that we got to print money to, uh, kickstart the economy so that it will drive down inflation, which is a uh, complete nonsense. And so we keep printing more money to fight the fire. It's like, I don't know, fanning a flame and thinking it's going to blow it out when you're, uh, you're simply making it stronger. So um, when you expand the money supply without the creation of goods and services that's equally proportional, it always creates inflation. And if you look at the inverse relationship between the money supply and dollars buying power, or the U.S. dollars buying power, there is an inverse correlation between the two. If you look at them side by side overlapping on, on a graph, you can see that basically they've been extracting our wealth since the beginning. And now each, each time they print more money and they, or they deposit money in the bank, and everybody does this, it increases the money supply and it devalues every hour of work you do becomes uh, less and less valuable until, you know, we're already debt slaves, but we're getting to a point where working um, is uh, eventually going to seem pointless because it's not even enough money to live. Um, you know, if you, you're working just to work, for example. And so, um, uh, they're, so they're extracting the wealth over time. $1 in 1913 is equivalent to $21.60. That was in 2007. And in 2023, you'd need $31.02 to match the $1 from 1913. So this hidden tax is uh, a terrible thing that's being applied to the people. So Anthony Blinken a, a day ago or maybe two days ago, he said uh, he's either a moron or he's a liar. Either way, it's bad. Uh, so he recently said, our support hasn't just helped Ukrainians, and by support, he means money. 90% of the financial assistance that we've given Ukraine has been spent here in the United States. So, uh, you know, basically the subsidies for our uh, military-industrial complex is what happened at the expense of the American people, not just financially for the money we have to pay back on interest, but also the devaluation of our currency, and that's why they're doing it, is to make sure they prop up their system that keeps them in control. Um, so this has not benefited, and he said this has benefited American businesses. It, it, it the, the exact opposite is true, because it makes it harder and harder to operate a business when you aren't making enough money, because the money that you're making is devalued so quickly that uh, you have to change your prices often, and that puts more pressure on the consumer 
who buy less and less, and uh, in effect, it's strangling our economy. So, uh, well, I know, and, and I'm just going to interject this because I've said it before. I don't want to interrupt you, but I've been going to the grocery probably like you have, and I feel like I pay 10 percent more each 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 week, right? Yeah, for the yeah, same stuff. I'm week saying. after week, week after week. You know, it, it's um, the senior citizens that have retired are hitting, getting hit the most on this because, like I said, these guys only had a certain amount of money saved because at that time, whenever they were playing or whenever they finished working, that was going to be sufficient for them. Now the prices of everything have gone up, so whenever they had, I don't know, let's say they had $200 budgeted for food, uh, even let's say per week, now that is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And even in the last, since 2007 until 2023, um, the difference is $10 in 10 years um, they, for the same value. And uh, so that's a that's pretty frightful prospect. Uh, so it's basically a 33% de- uh, inflation is what, if you look at it that way, uh, for costs. Um, so the only people that benefited from this money that went to Ukraine are the Nazis in Ukraine, the literal Nazis. They are Nazis. They have swastikas all over their uniforms. They have the Azov Battalion, uh, which is uh, a Nazi one. The leader of their military is a Nazi. He has a Nazi uh, uh, bracelet that he wears with diamonds in it and Nazi symbols on it. Um, you know, so. And so the oligarchs over there in the Ukraine, they're buying new yachts, um, they're buying property in the United States, and that's what he means by 90% he's come back to the United States. Um, and not to mention the other percentage that went to FTX and blockchain, and uh, a major portion of that was laundered through FTX to our politicians. This is documented. This came out only a few weeks ago, well, a few months ago, and nobody brings it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, look at, look at. I know we're going to hit a break here in a minute, um, less than a minute, but it is insane. The FTX story, where you look at the donations that Sam Bankman-Fried was making, the politicians using the money he was essentially uh, embezzling from his crypto uh, currency Ponzi scheme, which. Like you said, a lot of this is all being laundered from, uh, you know, places like Ukraine into these cryptocurrencies to basically act as, as the modern version of a, a money laundering machine. So when we come back, which, you know, is going to be just after this short break, I'm going to have Nick keep going. Because, look, this is why we gave, we're giving you the context to start with, right? We explain what the Federal Reserve is. We explain, explain how they're exploiting us. We explain what the interest exploitation and inflation exploitation is. And now we're, we're, we're giving you what, what, Nick, like the 40,000-foot view of all of this, of what's happening. We're connecting these dots. This is what uh, we do here on the show. So stay tuned. We're going to be back. We're going to let Nick keep going. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt him. I'm going to let him just go because, uh, you know, it's, this the information is so important and so valuable. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break.
J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service, and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 East 7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J, daysappliance.com. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360khnc.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and we're joined by our, our guest, Nick No, a U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence background for this Tinfoil Friday where we're breaking down some of these uh, major, uh, major pieces of information that you need to, to understand. For those of you just joining us, Nick's been breaking down the Federal Reserve, what that exploitation uh, is, how it was created, what the, the inflation, the invisible tax of inflation, how the interest is, is on the debt is used to basically uh, extract our life force and energy. And also, now we're getting into how it's all just a part of a, a very large um, money laundering operation for, for the elites. And we talked about Ukraine. So I'm going to let you just continue, Nick, because I don't want to step on your toes here. Just keep going because y- your information is, is that important. Thanks. So where we left off was how we were printing money, which is devaluing our currency, stealing from our country's life force, and not to mention making us pay interest on the debt that was created, giving it to other countries. We are, we've been doing this for a long time. Every time we give any money from our coffers to another country, we are sucking the life out of Americans and their will and their their ability to uh, fight for freedom, their ability to take care of their families and support one another, to have a tighter-knit community, they're slowly pulling that out from under us and eventually they want to make it so that we are just in survival mode because if we're in survival mode, when a person's in survival mode, they cannot think about anything else other than doing what they have to do to survive. And that's what this thing, this whole system perpetuates and it's on purpose and not to mention to extract the wealth of Americans. Um, so it's only backed by debt, which really represents our labor or our life force energy. And there were no debts. Okay. So if there were no debts, this is a quote from Mariner Eccles. 
and he was the governor of the Federal Reserve, and it was on September 30th, 1941, at the House Committee hearing on banking and currency. If there were no debts in our monetary system, then there would be no money. There would not be any money. Okay, so in 1835, the last year that we were debt-free as a nation, and that's because Andrew Jackson shut down the central bank that preceded the Federal Reserve, Jackson's entire platform revolved around his commitment to shut down the central bank. Jackson said, the bold efforts that present uh, that the present bank has made to control the government are but premonitions of the fate that awaits the American people. Should they be diluted into a perpetuation of this institution or the establishment of another like it? So Andrew Jackson ran on that platform and he got rid of the uh, central bank that they had, and that's whenever they he eliminated the deficit. It's no wonder that President Trump chose the portrait of Andrew Jackson to put in the Oval Office. In the end, he intends to stop the theft and uh, free us from the debt slavery that they have created. And unfortunately, Jackson's success was only short-lived, and another central bank was formed in 1913. And as long as this institution exists, a perpetual debt is guaranteed because we can never pay off the debt. Because if we pay off the debt, then the debt, then the money uh, has no value and there is no money left. So to recap, money is created out of debt through loans. These loans are based on a central bank's reserves and reserves are derived from deposits. Through this fractional reserve system, any one deposit can can create nine times its original value. This in turn debases the existing money supply, raising prices in society, and since all the money is created out of debt and circulated randomly throughout commerce, people become detached from their original debt. So, if I, if I may um, get your take on this, because I'm very interested to hear what you think. You know, a lot, a lot of people, one of the major critiques I've heard from some of Trump uh, on both sides is is exactly in relation to what you're saying that even though it seems like his broader goal is to uh, do what you just described in, in taking us out of the system when he was in office people criticized him for expanding the national debt and not taking that on so what what, what do you say to those people because I think that's that's I, I mean it's just a genuine question I have and we have a texter, too, who has a question. If you want to text a question for Nick, no, 877-536-1360. But, Nick, I, I, I'm genuinely, like, how does that, what's the plan there, do you think, in your opinion? Well, because the, as we had talked about in the past, the country is, in D.C., at least, we, there were three city-states. You got the, the Vatican, the city of London, and then also Washington, D.C., they're all Roman city-states, and so the United States was usurped, and uh, when they did, with those same people that did that, uh, they created the city-state that owned the United States. Then they created the central bank, which further enslaved us. Um, so what he had to do was bankrupt, President Trump bankrupted the United States and the Federal Reserve itself at this point, there is no going back. It's over. The bank is going to collapse, and that will cause a collapse all across the world, for that matter. But there are people, and there are things in place. This wasn't just done whimsically. There was a plan for this.
this. And that's why you see the gold-backed currency out in Russia and China and the other countries are all joining on. Um, this is a coup against the bankers. They've had it. Everybody's had it. Even, even uh, you know, uh, other countries that are pretty much, in my opinion, like, I don't know, they're, the way they do business is evil, you know, communism and, and other things. But they've had enough of these central bankers, too. And I think in the end um, that uh, central banks, the way that they run with the fiat currency is going to be going the way of the dodo really soon. So um, <clears throat> I personally have invested in, in precious metals recently. I, I can't well, give I guess we're, hit, we're going to hit a break here in less than a minute. So I, I guess this is a good time to let you all know that uh, the show is also sponsored by uh, our friends at All-American Gold. <laughs> if you want to get your precious metal at the best price, go to shop.allamericangold.com. And I'm not just saying that. I just think, you know, I've been a, a proponent of precious metals and, and owning them and having physical assets. That's what the guys at uh, uh, All-American Gold do specifically. They just specialize in, I believe, just getting you the physical gold and silver at the best price possible. So uh, make sure you go to shop.allamericangold and, and let them know I sent you, But because uh, that will help me out. But, but like you said, Nick, this is like just common sense at this point because the direction that everything is heading, that makes sense because that was my initial thought was that, you know, when the people tr criticize Trump for that, that push in, in expanding uh, spending and debt, like you said, I mean, that's how you destroy it is you, you have to destroy it. You have to let it basically destroy itself, which he was helping to accelerate, and that's how you get rid of it. And it sounds like China, Russia, and other countries are, are definitely getting on board uh, with this, this plan to get rid of the bankers, which, hey, I'm all in for. I know it's going to hurt. It's going to have – there's going to be pain for everyone. But, you know, without pain, we cannot prosper, I think. So stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. You're listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693.
Welcome back to Just the Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by my good friend who is uh, coming here on the show to break down a lot of the, the broader conspiracies for us in, in ways that are so uh, valuable and important. His name is Nick No, uh, a U.S. Air Force veteran with a background in, in military intelligence who has been uh, really spot on with breaking down a lot of these stories, and that's why we're so thankful to have you with us, Nick. And uh, before we keep going down the thread you, you were going on, I want to just give you a, a, one of the textures from our audience texted a question for you. If you, if you want to take it, we'll, we'll give it to you right now. Is that okay? Um, can you say that one more time? I, I apologize. Oh, no. It's, we have a text question from, from the audience. Do you, want, do, you, do you mind if I give, read it to you? Yeah, sure. So they write, uh, somebody from the 970 writes, one of my questions to your guest would be, uh, do service corporations write laws? Uh, our government is a service corporation who allegedly writes laws and so on. How is that any different than Walmart's board of directors getting together, writing laws that pertain to what we the people? I don't understand how anything they say or do or put pen to paper to pertains to the to with the people in any way, shape, or form. I think it is the corporate structure that really needs to be put in check. Do you have any comment on that? Um, well, yes, I, uh, it's my understanding that the corporation has been dissolved, and that's one of the reasons that President Trump went to go visit England, and uh, there was some symbolism whenever he walked in front of her, uh, the queen, and some other things that happened at that time. Um, but essentially, um, it's my understanding that the corporation is defunct and bankrupt and no longer exists, which is why we had to occupy D.C. for... Uh, a little over a year, I think it was a year and some change that, uh, that they occupied D.C. With, with our troops. It's because at that time when the corporation was dissolved, then that area in D.C. was actually um, no man's land. It was unclaimed. So anybody could have come in there and taken it. That's why they had to occupy the space there. So uh, this is a process. I, I know that um, uh, you're, you're saying that they're invalid, and it's true. Uh, however, um, I believe that that issue is uh, being resolved as we speak. And that and that goes into kind of the realm of what, you know, we, we examined for many years with the dissemination of information through the QAnon uh, intelligence uh, drops, which I still to this day believe were a part of a way of disseminating information that otherwise wouldn't have been available through conventional means because we have a, a, a seized uh, press and government and so you're saying, though, that uh, this is where it gets tough for a lot of people to, to swallow it, is that what we're seeing right now is mostly just optics. It, 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 would you agree with that, with, with everything? I, I don't know. I mean, what, what's your take on that? Because we can go there. I mean, that's a whole other rabbit hole, right? Yeah. What they want to do is reverse everything back the way it was, and that's why they're censoring as much as they can because it, there's – they can't. They're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube, but too many people are aware of what's going on. It's a lot more people than you would would uh, would think are awake now, and uh, they can't regain back control. And that's why you're seeing the physical force starting to emerge, where they're using the FBI as their goons to do certain things to people. Uh, they're using physical force now, like threat of violence, and. Um, 
it's because there's nothing left for them to do. So imagine, so the next thing they're going to do is going to be drastic, especially because the Epstein client list is coming out. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I always reference there's a scene, in, in the, and it's a crazy scene in the movie Ants. I don't know if you've seen it. It's just these the, the crickets run the ants or the grasshoppers are in control of the ants and basically the the point is they're terrified of the ants realizing that they have power in numbers and I think that's the same principle that they're terrified of with us the American people once we realize that we outnumber them ten thousand a hundred thousand to one that's when they're really screwed stay tuned we'll be back. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. More signs of inflation retreating. The PCE, Personal Consumption Expenditures Price Index, declined one-tenth of a percent in November from October. Prices fell for the first time since 2020. For the year ending in November, it rose just 2.6%. Both readings are indicating inflation is cooling and weaker than economists were predicting. Core prices, excluding food and energy, rose just 3.2%. Spending rose two-tenths of a percent in November. Americans made a little more in the month. Personal incomes rose four-tenths of a percent. Also, durable goods orders for expensive manufactured things rose 5.4% in November. But Nike shares are sharply lower. It's offering a cautious forecast for its business. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. 35 years on Wall Street taught me how to successfully invest in the stock market. In my four-part series, I'm going to teach you, too. Some of Fox Business's finest joined me to help tell my story, impart crucial lessons from my Unstoppable Prosperity book, and to give you the tools to achieve your own financial dreams. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. 
just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. This is hour two of the Just Informed Talk Radio, and we're joined by a special guest, Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran with a military intelligence background who's coming on every tinfoil Friday to help us dive down the rabbit hole and take the red pill, breaking down conspiracy that uh, they want to, to convince us is just a theory when, in, in fact, they, the reality is that these are conspiracy facts, right? So Nick's on with us. Before we do that, though, I want to thank one of the sponsors. You guys know it's WarriorMBS.com. Uh, that stands for Warrior Mind, Body, Soul. It's an amazing program ran by Jeremy Sladen. He is uh, the former professional baseball player who is also a certified personal trainer who runs a, a program for men specifically, which developed is developed to give you a team-oriented experience that increases your mental clarity, it'll supercharge your physical fitness, and provide a fresh spiritual grounding that will support you in everything else that you're doing. Uh, some of the things you need to know, you got to be 16 or older to join. It's for men only. The curriculum is based on biblical worldview of men and masculinity. All you need is a smartphone and a desire to engage with other men all you need to give it as far as time commitment each day is 30 to 45 minutes, and it lasts about 63 days. There's a competitive component to it where you are uh, basically broken into teams where you hold each other accountable for goals that are set. Uh, they provide you with a diet plan, a, a workout regimen. They provide you with uh, a, an ability to, to come together and do scripture study and, and fellowship in uh, the Lord. So, this is a solution that I'm so proud to have a part and be a component of my show. Uh, all you got to do is go to warriormbs.com, and you can schedule a call with uh, Jeremy and let him explain what the program is and what it does. It, it's something that, you know, I want to be bringing solutions to you guys, and I'm just so thankful uh, that we're able to work with them to bring you guys this, this powerful program for men because we need strong leaders and we need strong men to stand up to this evil, especially like what we're talking about with Nick. So, Nick, um, you know the, the guys over at Warrior MBS. I mean, this is a great program, so I'm thankful to work with them. And, and you agree, we need strong men and leaders, right? This is the time where we need them. Absolutely, and that's why uh, I actually know Jeremy, and I'm, I'm glad that he's a sponsor for your show because we – 
the entire system is designed to weaken um, weaken Americans financially right now, as we were just talking about. But also there are components of, of uh, bad actors trying to destroy the family, uh, destroy our faith, and basically demoralize America. And what he's doing is um, uh, is uh, supporting men to become leaders that they are born to be. Because right now everything is telling them that men are terrible, especially white men are terrible, and you know, blah blah blah, all these negative things about it. And and men just probably feel kind of out of their element a lot of times because even the women that they try and court are just completely against the traditional roles that are naturally uh, occurring for them and they feel natural um, you know and and that's why I believe there's a lot of issues with people nowadays in relationships because the roles are being blurred and the biological uh, uh, instincts are being suppressed and or uh, moved around that's why you got some people thinking that they're women and all that other weird stuff um, it's just, you know, uh, mental illness. It's because you know, there's they're intentionally trying to confuse and demoralize us. Well, and there's chemical warfare. I mean, they're turning the freaking frogs gay, okay? I mean, atrazine, you can go look it up. It's, it's, it's a joke, right? Alex Jones says it's all funny, but it's actually true. So thanks to Warrior MBS. Guys, go to Warrior MBS. That stands for Mind, Body, Soul. WarriorMBS.com. Check out the program. And, uh, yeah, Nick, you couldn't be more spot on. So um, I guess where we can go from here, I mean, obviously that we could spend a whole show. Maybe we'll have a whole show just about the war on uh, families and, and men, specifically white men, and this gender, uh, uh, you know, just gender warfare that's happening where it's, it's confusing people, you, the child mutilation. We can go through all that. But Let's stay on, on topic, I guess, with, you know, continuing from where we left off. You know, we're talking about this, this exploitive, exploitative system in the Fed, how it was created. We talked about what the interest in inflation, uh, uh, you know, exploitation is. We talk about the money laundering. We're talking about the, the corruption that exists. And, and we kind of got even sidetracked a little into this concept of which I, I want to bring you back into a whole show on the concept of you know continuity of government strategies to combat the globalist banking cartel are we going to keep going on that thread or, or where do you want to take it from here i'm going to let you steer okay okay i just have a little bit more to add about these commercial banks um so when this money is borrowed from the central bank it is expanded uh uh, by commercial banks through loans, uh, you know, what they would refer to as the principal being created in the money supply. So then when there is well, all the money to cover the interest that is, is uh, accrued, where's the money to pay for that when they're creating it out of nowhere? They're creating just the principal. It doesn't exist. So the loans that they give out are based on not having the money, they just create the money out of thin air, which is already created out of thin air anyway. So the money that's owed to the bank doesn't even actually exist. And the uh, the interest that's accruing, that money does not uh, exist. So the amount of money owed back to the banks will always exceed the amount of money that is available in circulation. 
new money is always needed to pay the deficit. So this is baked into the system. That's why the value of your hard-earned money, fiat money, will always decrease in value. And it also means that the bankruptcy uh, and defaults will always be occurring. It's baked into it. They want bankruptcy and defaults because when that happens, this is when they extract the wealth of America too here. They they take the uh, the bankruptcy, then they take your property and basically essentially steal all of your uh, equity that you had in it. And so uh, from there, um, let's see. So all these, so this keeps people in certain areas and in poor pockets of society. People are, are poor and it's perpetuated indefinitely. And, um, and so while we're sitting here thinking, gosh, how are we going to help these people get out of this situation? All, we're worried about how, how to help these people, get them on their feet, get them what they need just to survive. And so we're giving them money to help. A lot of it's just printed money again, which also devalues our currency. And nobody stops to look around for the cause of this hopeless situation that many Americans are in. And it grows day by day. The more it inflates, the more people are in the poverty level. And, and it's just slowly eating at the middle class. So it transfers the wealth of individuals, um, and then uh, it uses the defaults uh, that are guaranteed to happen with the fractional reserve system to extract the physical wealth, which is actual tangible wealth, from the people with this fake currency that they create out of nowhere. And uh, so this is uh, so this is because the banks are lending you money that didn't even legally exist in the first place. So in 1963, or excuse me, 1969, there was a Minnesota court case where Jerome Daly challenged the foreclosure of his home because the bank uh, that issued the mortgage did not actually have the money on hand. They didn't have actual tangible assets, which would be called consideration, to provide uh, while he... Um, uh, you know, that he used to purchase the home. So therefore, um, the home ended up becoming his. The judge ruled in his favor because they did not fulfill their part of the transaction, which is consideration, providing the actual money or the, the uh, tangible asset uh, that is uh, used to pay for a good or service. They did not provide that. So um, well, that's one hitting, right there. Yeah, we're hitting a break. Guys, we have a special guest going to be joining us here on the other side of the break. We got Dave Williams, the chairman of the Colorado GOP. Uh, he's going to join us, and we're going to keep going down the rabbit hole, as they say. Uh, we're going to get his take on what's going on here with Trump. And, uh, Nick, uh, you're going to stick around, too. We're going to have you on with us as well. So stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. 
1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Just a forum talk radio. I'm your host, Craig James. So we're going to be, we're being joined already by our guest, Nick No, U.S. Air Force veteran with a military intelligence background. He's been breaking down uh, what we talked about in the first hour, kind of bleeding into the second hour, the Federal Reserve, how it's exploit, exploiting us. But we're being exploited in another way. And that's why I reached out to our, our next guest who's going to be joining us here in a minute. Uh, his name is Dave Williams. He's the chairman of the Colorado GOP. If you guys have been paying attention to what's happening uh, in Colorado right now, uh, it's really important that we put a, put a spotlight on this. Uh, we here in Colorado have uh, this issue with the state Supreme Court coming out with this ruling that just took uh, effect or took place that is going to remove possibly Trump from the ballot. And uh, I wanted to bring Dave Williams on to, to give us kind of what our tactical response is going to be as conservatives here in Colorado. Uh, and, and I just want to kind of get pick his brain for a minute on all of it, and then we'll get into some other things. But, uh, Dave, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you, sir. It's, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate you coming on. It, it means a lot to me and my audience, I'm sure. So, Dave, I want to start with um, – you know, essentially, what is the, the response that you are crafting as we speak to this? This, and, and what are your your thoughts on what has happened over the last uh, week or so with this ruling from the state supreme court about trying to remove Trump from the ballot? What, what's your general take on it? We'll start there. Well, it's a complete absurdity. This is a constitutional crisis, the likes of which we haven't seen since the Civil War. Uh, we had four unelected judges who were appointed by our opposition party uh, to remove the leading Republican contender uh, from the primary ballot. That's un-American. That's, that's disenfranchising voters. That's removing options uh, for the American public. Uh, and it, it should be left up to the voters, uh, pure and simple. This is, this is what our country is about. We get to vote for the people we choose or we want to choose, uh, not – not some bureaucrat, not some deep state, and certainly not, you know, the political opponents of our party. Um, <clears throat> first things first, what we're, what we're going to do is we're going to appeal uh, to the United States Supreme Court. We're a party to the case. Uh, that hasn't been widely reported. I'm not sure why, but the fact remains we are a party to the case. We intervened at the district court level early on, uh, so we, we, get, we get to go to the United States Supreme Court and file our own appeal to them. <clears throat> so that's what we're doing, you know, first. Secondly, what we're also going to do is we're going to look for an alternative means to potentially um, uh, send delegates to the National Convention that don't involve the presidential primary 
should this appeal uh, stand, or excuse me, should the ruling stand. Um, we hope it doesn't come to that. We hope that the United States Supreme Court overturns this ridiculous ruling. Uh, but if they don't, uh, then then we have no choice but to pivot away from a primary into a uh, into a caucus uh, method. And I just want to—I can't underscore this enough. If they don't overturn it, I think I think we're in for some dark days. Uh, you're going to see chaos immediately uh, all across the country. You're going to see secretaries of state. You're going to see lawsuits pop up that will attempt to remove Donald Trump from the ballot uh, in the other state. In fact, we're already starting to see some of that movement. Uh, if you look at California, that's probably the most widely reported uh, instance. Uh, your audience can do a, a Google search on that. But the lieutenant governor, I believe, has already called upon uh, their officials there to remove Trump, citing the Colorado court ruling. Uh, this will continue to happen until the Supreme Court steps in and and uh, stops this nonsense. Uh, you know, and, and one other thing, I, I want to point this out. Uh, you hear a lot of folks talking about how this is an attack on our election system, this is election interference, and that's all correct. That's true. But it's even more nefarious than that. It's an attack on our First Amendment rights, specifically the party's right to associate with whoever we want and, more importantly, nominate whoever we want. And then number two, it's an attack on our due process. Donald Trump has not been convicted, nor, nor not even charged of insurrection, but here they are using insurrection as a uh, pretext to remove him from the ballot. I'll tell you, if, if Jack Smith, the chief prosecutor uh, against Donald Trump, if he was unwilling to charge Donald Trump with insurrection, that should tell you everything you need to know about how bogus their claims are. So, you know, those are some of the things we're doing. Happy to answer any other questions you may have. Right. So, like, the the, the, the whole thing, I agree with you, and I want to give you credit where it's due. You've done such a, a good job, I think, in crafting a, a carefully thought-out response that I think is, is measured, but it's going to be uh, directed at, you know, combating this, you know, usurpation of our rights, I guess you would put it. And I want to quickly speak on a couple things, and then we'll bring uh, our other guest back into the show because he—I know he has a couple questions for you as well, if you don't mind. Uh, but sure. here's where I'm at with it. You know, you look at what happened with Judge Sarah Wallace and that that trial that just took place, or whatever they, they're calling it—a trial. But you know, I don't know if it really could be characterized as such, even though it was officially whatever it was. Um, they are using her ruling part as part of the pretext, right, for. This, this judgment made in the Supreme Court, and we know the, the official ruling has been stayed, I guess, until January, January 4, 2024, when uh, you're going to have um, essentially uh, – who is it? You're going to have uh, – sorry, I just got distracted. But uh, Jenna Griswold, Secretary of State, before she can certify the final primary ballot, I guess. But in your – you know, from your perspective, you know, what, what else can we do – as can we as citizens start filing lawsuits against the government? I mean, from your perspective as the leader of the chairman of the GOP here, and, and I know, you know, we, we look at the bigger GOP with, with kind of a negative context, or at least I do. I'm not a fan of Ron and McDaniel. I'm not a fan of how this whole operation is being run. But I look at your individual work and your actions and I think you're, you're, you're pushing us in a, in a good direction here in Colorado because we're up against huge odds with how our, our government's been kind of seized here. What can we do as citizens? What do you recommend for us in that regard? You bet. You know, 
first and foremost, I want to point out that we're, we're not the RNC, right? We're the we're the state party, and I'm I am a member of the RNC, but we're not the ones in charge. And there are many patriots across this country who have taken over uh, state state parties, like I did. And it it wasn't anything that I did alone. It was the precinct strategy. I'm sure your listeners are aware of that the precinct strategy, where local people got involved at the at their precincts, and then they were able to elect reform-minded leaders to take over our parties and move us in a more America-first, conservative, grassroots direction. So that's what you're seeing here in Colorado right now. So number two, um, it's kind of hard to, you know, recommend what to do because there's so much that is out out of the hands of the, you know, just regular everyday hardworking citizens. Uh, all a lot of these decisions are going to be made by you know people that have been placed in positions of power, and those people may not be good. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess what I'd say is pray. Uh, certainly pray that we we win the day. Uh, but the other thing I would recommend everyone do is is help me out. Visit our website at cologop.org. That's cologop.org. And get in the fight. I have a, a big, beautiful picture of Donald Trump's mugshot next to our uh, donate button. And I am asking for donations because we're in the fight. We're on the front lines, and we need all the resources we can get. Um, you know, I've always told people this. You know, if you want reform in the party, if you want us to reform what's going on, you got to fund it. So help us fund the reform because we're not getting money from the RNC. We're not getting money from the elitists who you know, want to sell out to the special interests, we're doing this through, you know, the power of the grassroots, and so we need all the help we can get. Um, And then number three, keep doing the precinct strategy. Everyone needs to get involved. There are many vacant positions at at the lowest of levels, but when you add it all up, it turns into uh, a good opportunity to elect leaders who are are then going to move our party to the right and away from you know, the Mitch McConnells and the Mitt Romneys of the world. I I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that answer because not only is it uh, what I kind of expected because I've been looking at your work and kind of examining what you're doing and I see where you're coming from, I appreciate it because, you know, look, we got to start in the state level, precinct level, like you're saying, getting involved. And for you to say, hey, come help me, that is what we got to do. C-O-L-O-G-O-P.com, I guess. Go check his his, uh, the website out and get – Get involved, folks, if you're out there listening. Now, uh, uh, Dave, if you don't mind, I'm going to bring our other guest who's on the show right now. His name is Nick No. He's a U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence background, and he has, uh, you know, a, a, a lot to, to kind of go into, if you don't mind, real quick, uh, pertaining to kind of where how we've gotten to where we are today. And I know he had a couple questions he wanted to share with you uh, or to ask you. And, and so if, if you don't mind, I'm going to bring him on. Nick, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Craig. Thanks for introducing me. So, David, I've got a question for you. I've, I was watching a couple summers ago after the 2020 election, which, in my opinion, was clearly fraudulent. And uh, I saw that there was a cyber symposium with somebody on there. I think her name was Tina Peters. And she had gotten an image or an exact copy of the machine that she was uh, in charge of there over in Colorado is in Mesa County. So uh, when they looked at the image, they noticed that the the error logs had uh, uh, basically been 
there was it was clear that there was some fraud going on with the error logs. And then afterward, the uh, there was a quote unquote update that had happened to the machines after that, where Dominion or uh, uh, went over there and then basically erased all the data, which is against the law. It's a federal crime. Have you guys considered trying to put pressure on um, law enforcement to prosecute them for breaking the law? I mean, to the extent that we can influence them. Um, there's been a number of things that, you know, I did before I became party chair and, you know, after, after which uh, we're pursuing uh, that, in all honesty, doesn't have that great of effects because we have people uh, occupying these positions of power that are unwilling to do anything about it. We need, ultimately, we need good people of integrity with the political will to pursue these things. Um, I, I remember right after the 2020 election when I was still in the state legislature, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, we forced a, a committee hearing on election integrity. And we had experts come in and we kind of did a deep dive into all this. Uh, and this is right around the time, of course, when Tina was doing her work. And we, you know, we presented this information to, you know, even Republicans. I mean, Democrats we knew, you know, would be, be unwilling to really examine this because, you know, they're corrupt. But we figured we'd get at least some sort of uh, cooperation from our Republican, Republican colleagues. That didn't really happen, man. And it didn't happen because I think ultimately the problem we face in in the state, you know, to a lesser degree now that we've taken over, but still it's there, and across the country, is that you have feckless, you know, leaders in the Republican Party who are afraid of what the press thinks of them, afraid of what the pundits think about them. The, you know, so they do everything they can to to look good in the eyes of others, but they do it at the expense of, you know, we the people, so to speak. So, to answer your question, yeah, we've we've we certainly tried to bring information. I, you know, I know I did personally. I know there's a, a, an outfit here uh, that went canvassing door to door to try and figure out, hey, did you actually vote? Because it says you did, right? And they they got a lot of good information that they did then presented to clerks and DAs across Colorado, and it was to, to of no avail because they didn't, we didn't have anyone wanting to hold these guys accountable. So, yes, but not to a good effect, I suppose. Wow. Well, I want to play out. Thank hold you. Hold on. Thank you let's, let's, let, hold on. We're going to hit a break here, and I want everybody to stay tuned because this is big stuff here. It's, it's valuable. Remember, uh, Dave, if you don't mind sticking around for one more segment, we'll bring you back after the break real quick. Remember, go to call C-O-L-O-G-O-P dot com. Start getting involved. Or, or, excuse me, excuse me, C-O-L-O-G-O-P dot org. Thank you for the clarification. Go to C-O-L-O-G-O-P dot org. Get involved. He needs your help. We need your help. We in Colorado, as citizens of Colorado, need to stand with, uh, you know, those who are doing what is right. When we come back after this break, I want to let Nick uh, ask a couple more questions. And, and Dave, I, I got a couple more for you as well, if you don't mind. We're going to keep going on this thread and, and topic. But, uh, you know, everything that you guys have just kind of uh, went through is, is really a part of the problem where you have the information is there, the evidence is there. And like Dave was saying, if you don't have people willing to do it, then it all falls on deaf ears and goes to no avail. So when we come back... We're going to keep going. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Just a Form Talk Radio. We'll be back 
after a quick commercial break. Skipping and a jumping in the misty morning fog with our hearts are thumping and you, a brown eyed girl. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen to the lotion to the salve to the retinol cream to the tinctures to the cocoa to the coffee to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today and I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by some very special guests. We have Dave Williams, the chairman of the Colorado GOP, with us. We also have Nick No, a U.S. Air Force veteran with his military intelligence background, who's been giving us uh, key insights into a lot of what's going on. These, these two gentlemen uh, were about to, to – Nick, I know you were about to ask another question, Dave, and I want to let you do that real quick. So uh, I'm not going to interrupt. Go ahead, Nick. I, I, you're there? Yep, I'm here. So before you left for the break, Dave and I were talking about the efforts that they made to uh, mitigate the, uh, the voter issues, the, the fraud and, and such, and they hit a brick wall where even Republicans weren't helping them uh, to, to shine light on uh, what was basically, uh, in my opinion, not just voter fraud, it was an act of treason. They tried to usurp power of the United States, and they did. And uh, so, so they were accessories after the fact. If they don't take action, they are accessories after the fact to treason and, at the very least, misprison of treason, which is uh, punishable with 70 years in prison and a fine. So uh, misprison of treason, you should look that up. That's what these people are doing. They are guilty of sin. And, and, that's, and then you got the, 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 um, the uh, Supreme Court there in Colorado they are called accessories before the fact because of what they're doing. This is a, I mean, how criminal do you have to be to think you can go, like this happened in the Civil War, take away the ability of the United States people to vote for who they want to? That is a coup, in my opinion. So do you have a question for Dave? 
My, my question is, Dave, um, I know that you are in politics and you can't exactly say maybe 100% of what you're thinking all the time, but um, I'm, I'm wondering if there are other people in the GOP that feel the same way that I do. Do you think there are any people like that? Well, I mean, sure. There's a lot. There's a lot of folks, uh, especially the base, that share uh, similar thoughts and beliefs that uh, that you do. I mean, hell, Donald Trump. You know, he he certainly feels that way, and he's the leader of our party uh, right now. I, you know, I I think one of the best things he could have done in, in the wake of in the wake of this ridiculous ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court was to you know remind people of our own history that the that the Democrats removed Abraham Lincoln from 10 state ballots back in 18, well, I don't remember exactly the time frame, but the 1860s, right? That's, I mean, that just shows you what we're talking about here. There are folks who just don't like the competition. They don't want to influence people through the political process or at the ballot box, so instead they figure out ways and crooked schemes to remove, uh, remove people that are a threat to their power. So if we're seeing this, Dave, and Nick, if you have anything else, go ahead and chime in whenever you want. But if we're seeing this all happen in real time, and I know you're taking all these steps to kind of remedy it the the legal and lawful way, which is the way I I always promote. I'm not out here calling for crazy. You know, a lot of people, you know, they call for stuff that's uh, out there. I'm not. I'm saying legal and lawfully. So we talked about, you know, getting involved with you. So if people do go to cologop.org and get involved on the precinct level and get involved with you and, and what you're doing, um, do you think that we're going to continue to develop these strategies and implement them further? I mean, what, what, do you, what do you see as your grand vision for the party here in Colorado, I guess is what I'm saying, you know, when we're facing things like treason, misprision of treason, you know, uh, we're facing this this – coup i've called it a hostile coup i'll just say what for what it is when they stole the election in 2020 they essentially took our government uh, away from us and now they're trying to do it essentially again and, and so what's your vision for the gop as the chairman and your vision for how we combat this this complete and utter betrayal because i, I get on air every day david i'm not gonna lie you know it, it to me it's so frustrating and infuriating when you face like you said, you know, this, this apathetic uh, uh, view from other Republicans. I mean, how do we light a fire under these people's uh, backsides, metaphorically, to push this harder? I mean, we got to start taking stronger action. I, and I know you're doing everything you can. What, what, what's your, you know, you can comment on any of those questions. I know I threw a few. Yeah, for, for sure. It's a lot to unpack there, but let me distill it down to the, I think, basic elements. You know, first and foremost, I know people get discouraged. You know, get discouraged. I, I'm human. I get discouraged at times too. But I think the thing to remember is the history of our country. Um, anything that was, you know, worthwhile that we did here, it didn't happen overnight. It was a long, arduous, you know, fight that we had to just keep pushing, you know, forward on. And and that's no different uh, with anything, right? When you're challenging the status quo, when you're challenging the establishment, they're not going to give up power without a fight. And they're called the establishment for a reason. They they have the majority of the resources and the majority of the power. So, yeah, it's going to be hard. But if we keep pushing, if we look at this as more of, more of like a war of attrition because there's more of us than there are of them, if we just stay in the fight, we're eventually going to win. 
So I guess what I tell folks is that just because I'm chairman of the party doesn't mean we're going to, you know, get to the promised land, you know, next month or two months, six months, or even in any year. What I view my my goal as is cleaning up our own house, you know, fixing, you know, what's problematic with our own institution. And when we have a good house and we've, you know, set the foundation and we have something that we can build upon uh, for the future, then that's going to set us up for success down the road. So I, I'm playing the long game, and that's ultimately what we all have to do is play the long game. Join me in reforming this party. Join me in helping to push forward for a cause greater than ourselves. If you do that and you keep doing that, that's only going to be contagious, and pe- more, more and more people will join our movement and, you know, we'll reach critical mass to the point where eventually we win. Amen, brother. That's my call to action, too, to my audience out there. You're listening. You're here in Colorado. You know, look, we can criticize. You know, we can, we can go out and say, oh, Dave didn't do this. Dave didn't do that. Or, or go to collogop.org. Join them. You know, we have to, like you said, we have to reform it ourselves. We have to take matters into our own hands. So, Nick, um, anything else you have, Nick? No, thank you very much, Dave, for coming on and clarifying everything. I appreciate you. Well, I, I'll tell you what, uh, Dave, it, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show here today, and I really want to, uh, you know, let you kind of plug anything you need to plug here real quick before we uh, we go ahead and let you go. We only got a couple more segments left. So uh, I guess I know you're a busy man. We'll, we'll, we'll let you go, and, and hopefully – you know, as things continue to progress, Dave, if you're willing, we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch, and I'll, I'll uh, hopefully get you back on here. Maybe we can do a, a longer form. But any other comments or, or things you want to get out there for the people who are listening? You know our audience is basically out in, in, in northern Colorado on the front range. Uh, anything you want to say to those folks? Yeah, I know. I mean, I know it's cliche, but I, I think it's true, right? The night is darkest before the dawn. So don't give up hope. Don't give up faith. Jump in. Now's the time. It's always going to get harder the closer you, know, you the closer you're going to get to the the goal you want to achieve, right? I mean, think about that. The more resistance we get as a result of taking the taking the rock to the hoop, as they say, is a good sign because they wouldn't fight you if you weren't being successful. So keep up the fight. Join join us. Go to our website at collogop.org and help us, you know, drive this home. We'll win. Just keep it up. Amen, brother. You know what? Uh, I, it makes me have so much more uh, respect for you just, just hearing you kind of lay it all out. You know, you're not afraid to go there. And, uh, you know, look, we got to start on a state level, folks. That's what Dave's doing. That's what I want you guys out there listening to start doing. And, you know, I, Dave, I think you're pretty willing to, to – I, you know, you, you hear what – I hear what you're saying, and I'll tell you what, I think you're – message and our audience align very well obviously so get involved folks this is how we take the fight to them legally and lawfully and we uh we go and we pursue them in every uh, venue that that they are uh, you know in control of right now right dave so thank you dave dave williams the chairman of the colorado gop uh tell them the website one more time we're going to hit a break here in a second and anything else any social media i don't know what else what else you got Sure, collogop.org, or you can follow me on Twitter, now X, at Rep Dave Williams, or our party account, at collogop. You got that, folks? I want you all to go follow this man, and, uh, you know, make sure we support it, because, look, if you're out there thinking it's so easy to critique, right, 
it's, it's a little harder to lead. So let's go and lead uh, each other into to a much better situation. Thank you, Dave. We really appreciate you having uh, – really appreciate you coming on the show. Hopefully, if, you, if you're okay with it, we'll get you back on soon because I know that I have a lot of other stuff I want to go through, but uh, we just wanted to hit on that real quick. Thanks for joining us, Dave. You bet. Take care. God bless. All right. Well, Nick, stay tuned, folks, because we still got Nick No on. He's going to keep going. A lot more information we're going to get through here. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time, sooner or later gotta cut you down, sooner or later gotta cut you down. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. Boy, we're having a big show here today. We have Nick No still with us. He is a U.S. Air Force veteran, background in military intelligence. He's been breaking down uh, on this Tinfoil Friday some stuff about, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve, and we went all the way to almost modern day with how it's being used to exploit us. We just got off the phone with uh, the chairman of the GOP uh, here in Colorado, Dave Williams, who gave us, uh, I think, a pretty solid, uh, you know, response to, to the, the questions we kind of pushed him on, Nick. What do you think? Yeah, what a great guy. He's a good leader, too, and uh, I'm glad that he came on to help get everybody hope and some direction on how to fix, I mean, how to fix the problem there. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, you were very uh, much looking forward to when I told you. I, I, I didn't announce it at the beginning of the show because I wasn't sure uh, if he was going to make it. You know, he's got a busy schedule, but thankfully he was able to make it on here. And, uh, you know, we both got to really push, I think, uh, deep into what he, he believes and what he represents and what he's doing. And I think the stuff he's, he's doing is, is going to be most definitely a net positive for the state of Colorado and the conservative movement as a whole. So we're, we're thankful to have him on now. Nick, I know, um, you know, this is kind of our last segment before we uh, get into the final segment. So is there anything else you want to touch on quickly because – I know we kind of cut you off to bring Dave on because he was kind of a last-minute add-on to the show, but but it was important because it was prescient with what's going on here in Colorado at the state Supreme Court level. I really wanted to get him on, and I'm glad you, you kind of helped me out with that uh, and asked those questions because they were very uh, good. But is there anything else we want to go into here in this final kind of segment? Uh, yes, there is something that I want to bring to the attention of all your listeners that's important for them to know right now, especially if they have any investments, a 401k, and, and all of these sorts of things. Uh, uh, so I want to let them know that the the codes, the U.S. codes changed 
UCC codes uh, and uh, in each state even. So in the past, if you had stock, uh, it was your stock. If you put money into it uh, with a, a broker and they bought you stock, then it was yours. And uh, so it, let's say um, there was, uh, if they went bankrupt or uh, they were insolvent, uh, then what would happen is that they would have to return your assets and transfer them to you. And um, and now uh, what they have written into law is that you get an IOU from the company holding your assets. So all your 401k, if you don't have the actual stock certificate, they actually they own it because they uh, are, are the people who are the custodians of the stock, but they also own it. You are just a beneficiary of them owning that stock. So. Essentially, what they've done is set it up so that at any given moment, when they pull the plug on the economy, and eventually it will happen, um, the people who have their money saved in these accounts will actually have their money uh, stolen from them. So whenever they, let's say the money comes due for these companies as a broker and then they go bankrupt, they can sell off your stock because what they do is they put it into a pool and they don't actually give you a sign a stock certificate, uh, you know, numbered and cataloged to you. They put it into a pool. So whenever that time comes, and it will, they're going to sell off your assets and then give you pennies on the dollar at the end of it. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's legally written in, and uh, it didn't used to be that way. And uh, now if you tried to recover your money, it would be practically impossible because there are going to be so many people trying to get the money that's already been moved out of or the asset that's already been sold to cover their bases. Um, so when this bubble pops, uh, it, it can affect a lot of people. They're just going to, it's going to be the great uh, reset in their mind is when they steal everybody's money in these stocks, they're going to just drain everything. And, uh, at the end of it to pay all their, their basis. And then they're still going to have everybody pay their debts, though. Their debts are still going to be uh, their responsibility, and they just lost all their assets. So, I mean, this is kind of a cautionary tale. It's a warning to all of you out there that, that the way it's set up is that when they pull the rug, Nick's saying, you know, you're the last one who's going to be holding, you know, your hat in your hand, and, and not, that's about it. So let me um, let me basically say – Thanks to you, Nick, for coming on. But if if that's with that in mind, what like because I know, like for instance, the, the show is sponsored in part by shop.allamericangold.com. They can go get precious metals. You know, get your silver, get your gold. That's a good thing to have. What else? What else can people do to prepare for this? I mean, you're talking about like prepping. What can we do to prep for it? In your in your opinion, Nick? I don't want to be an alarmist or anything, but this is an eventuality. And it would be wise to make sure you have canned goods, extra water stored, a lot of extra water, um, and uh, and also, of course, keep hard assets. You want to make sure that you have um, you know, precious metals, and some people even say, you know, alcohol, things like that for barter. But um, this it's coming eventually. Just be prepared and, and make sure you have some reserves. And then if you have cash, out of the banks itself too, because um, uh, whenever they wipe all the, the the credits and the cash on the banks, they they will eventually to uh, to make themselves whole. 
they'll wipe out all your bank accounts too. So um, the fiat currency obviously is losing value, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. Do have some cash on hand, have it safe or somewhere safe to keep it. I heard a very good tip from a uh, a former CIA operative uh, on this prep for cash is that cash will still have value when the collapse does eventually happen, if it does happen, God forbid. And that, the more the most valuable cash, believe it or not, according to him, which I, I think is true, will be actually small denominational cash. Because when banks close and you can't get cash out, if you're sitting there with a bunch of twenties and hundreds, that's actually going to be less valuable than having ones and fives and tens, because if you only have a twenty dollar bill and there's no cash in the circulation in the system around, then you're going to be overpaying for things. So what his recommendation was, if you're going to hold cash, it may be more valuable to you to hold smaller denominational cash because as soon as that, if there is a collapse and something like that happens, what what will happen is that the cash you're holding, because people will still see value in it, because people will believe things are going to come back on and they might, they'll still see value and it will still be a, a valuable asset for trade. And if you're only sitting on hundreds and twenties, you're going to end up overpaying for things, and the, the, the smaller denomination cash, when the banks are closed and they can't get cash to the public, that's the currency that's actually going to become the most valuable. What do you think of that? I think it's a brilliant strategy, and it's wise. Uh, that's what I would do. Yeah, so smaller denomination cash, canned goods, precious metals, uh, water, uh, alcohol, um, you know, ammunition, firearms, these are the things that we should be getting now because you just don't know. I'm not saying, like you said, we're not here alarmists like, oh, the, the sky's falling. No, it's, it's reasonable to be prepared for what may, in fact, happen. And, you know, I always point to COVID. You thought this couldn't happen, right? Go to 2019 and tell yourself what was about to happen to the world. Well, that's how quick it can happen. And, Nick... Stay tuned. Stay with us. We're going to come back and do our final segment. But just some good prepping tips for everyone out there. Uh, and uh, we're going to come back with Nick, and we'll wrap up the show. So uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We got Air Force veteran Nick No, and we're going to come back and do our God's Grace Greater segment. Stay tuned. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. You are listening to KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health.
Welcome back to Just the Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We're joined by U.S. Air Force veteran, military intelligence uh, operator, Nick No. He's been breaking down some stuff with us here today. And uh, before we, we get into our God's Graces Greater segment, uh, to kind of wrap it up here, I want to say thank you, Nick, for coming on. And, and we, we're already planning shows in the future, right? We're going to have you back, and we're going to keep going down these rabbit holes with you as long as you're able and as long as I am able, we're gonna we're gonna do this. So, uh, thank you, Nick. Anything you want to leave the audience with? Yes, have faith and make sure you get out there and 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 do something and help participate in in saving our republic. Amen, brother. That's what we need. We need action. And I couldn't have planned this better because Nick, I'm not gonna lie. We started the Book of Psalms a, a while ago, probably like a month ago. And I had no idea where we were going to land today. I had no idea what this show was going to be about. But we just so happened today to land on Psalm 20, which talks about deliverance in battle. And this is the providence of God, Nick. I, I don't plan this. I don't go out and say, okay, I'm going to find Scripture that fits what we're going to talk about here today. We're doing Scripture that's just starting in, in, in the book of Psalms, and we're just going where it leads us. And we just so happened to land here. I can't say... Uh, that that gives me you know the chills almost to, to think about the providence of God in this. So I'll read this and then we'll kind of we'll kind of meditate on it for a second. It's uh, Psalm 20. It says, "May Yahweh answer you in a day of trouble. May the name of Jacob's God protect you. May He send you help from the sanctuary and sustain you from Zion. May He remember all your offerings and accept your burnt offering." Salah. May he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your purpose. Let us shout for joy at your victory and lift the banner in the name of our God. May Yahweh fulfill all your requests. Now I know that the Lord gives victory to his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven and mighty victories from his right hand. Some take pride in chariots and others in horses, but we take pride in the name of Yahweh our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand firm. Lord, give victory to the king. May he answer us on the day that we call. Nick, this Amen. is, this is yeah, I mean, God is with us, right? If God is with us, who can stand against us? He will deliver us through this battle. And uh, what do you think of that, Nick? Yes, in the end, God wins. Amen, brother. So I want everybody out there listening to take this with you going into today. Use this as, as a shield around you. Know that God is going to deliver us through this battle. Yeah, there's a lot of evil in this world. Yeah, there's a lot of corruption. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, of stuff that we can't even control because it's outside of our, our realm of, of power and control. But God is in control of all of this. And like Nick said, never forget, in the end, God wins regardless. So what are we meant to do? take joy and courage knowing that he is the ultimate victor and that through our battles he will deliver us but we have to turn and, and give our lives to him so if you're out there listening and you haven't accepted christ as your savior i want you to do this say a prayer open your heart repent of your sin accept jesus as your savior and watch him deliver you through the battle whatever you may be facing and i want you all to go out have a great holiday merry christmas happy new year I'm, doc, I'm, I'm basically done until uh, next year, so I get to actually say this. I will see you all next year, and uh, I hope you guys have a blessed Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, 
and uh, we're going to see you guys uh, a little after the new year. So that's it for me. I want to say thank you to Nick, our guest. He is uh, basically, we're so thankful to have him with us, and uh, I'm thankful to have you guys with us uh, listening. So remember, I'll be back coming next year. It's not too far away. But that's it for me. I want to say thanks to Nick No. I'm your host, Craig James. This is Just Form Talk Radio. We will see you in 2024. And remember, take courage. God will deliver us through this battle. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you patriots.